What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Aqua Millennials podcast. I'm joined by my partner in argumentative banter, Hendrix. Hi. Um, happy Mother's Day. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. Happy Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Happy Juneteenth. Yes. Happy Father's Day. Yes. Happy Fourth of July. Independence. Happy birthday, Denise. Thank you. Happy Labor Day. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Mm. Happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. Mm. Did we miss an Easter? Mm-mm. Thanksgiving, okay. you know, that's hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, whichever one you, you know. I forgot it was so many. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy MLK Day. Yes. And happy Black History Month. Yes. Hi, guys. What's up? Well, I'm Casey, and the place to be. And I am the villain. No hindrance. <laughs> that place is the Two Awkward Millennials podcast, giving you our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. What's up? It's been a minute. It's been quite a while. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. Uh, I'm, you know, blessed and highly favored. Wow. <laughs> Are you also channeling abundance to Grand Rising King? Yes. Manifestations. <laughs> yes. Donations. Period. Donations. Donations. Man. What's up, man? What's going on? I'm chilling. I mean, it's been a minute. I know it's been a minute, especially since y'all heard me. I know Hendrix's been on a little podcast tour, but I've been uh still dancing and emphasizing to be uh to be quite frankly honest. So it was like the old age preventing the, the pussy popping? Or? I mean, my back is hurting. Like, oh, my okay. lower back is definitely fucked. I feel like people on the couch. You just can't do the same things that you used to do in your young age. Like, I'm pretty sure I'd have to get special things now. I'm looking for special pillows. <laughs> um, my knees hurt. When I uh, lay them on top of each other, I sleep on my side. I have to have a pillow in between my knees to stop them from touching because they hurt. I don't know if it's because they're bony or because I'm old or because I'm knock kneed and they face each other. Something is going wrong. But besides that, I think I'm all right. I think somebody told you about that, though. I mean, I told myself, too, for sure, because I had to gather. I'd be diagnosing myself a lot. Yeah, it hurts. So... (laughs) Yep. <laughs> and my lower back is dying. I had a massage gun all morning just drilling my shit. It still hurts, to be honest. Hey, yo. Yo. <laughs> With the massage gun, you nasty motherfuckers. Hey, I've seen some shit, bro. Honestly? Ah, <laughs> yeah, all right. That's the upgrades to the personal massager. Yeah, yeah, I'm not Honestly, fooling Honestly, the niggas. suction boys really changed the game, to be honest with you. That's the new cheat code. Stop inserting shit into your coochie. Get one and just sit there. Suction. Suction. What? I don't know what to say to that. Um, <laughs> you know, we're not going to bullshit y'all about, you know, why we were gone. And yeah. We missed you guys so much. And we couldn't wait. Honestly, 
we kind of looked at it like, yeah, well, we need, you know, we, yeah. yeah. We it probably. was a couple times where I was like, man, I would feel so much better recording, but I mean, it wasn't that many times. But it was, it was, it was a good amount of times. No, it was. Cause it was like it's been a minute, you know. And uh, I was like, it'd be something, like, something going on. I'm like, I really want to talk about this. <laughs> and <laughs> I couldn't, or just a random thought. I have random thoughts like that, and I need a conversation to really work through my thoughts. And I, no one else is really a safe space to talk to in the way that I can uh, say whatever I say to Hendrix. Because he don't care about shit, so he don't get offended. When I talk to anybody else, they get offended immediately about everything I say. So that's why he's still around. Isn't that right? Oh joy. That's a good thing. Anyways, he a hater. Anyways, I hope everybody's doing well. I hope y'all been living y'all best life. It's been a minute, so I hope y'all are living y'all very best life. Um, manifesting all the things. Okay, living your life in abundance. Rising grandly. Um, what else are the kids saying? Y'all need to stop manifesting shit that y'all not ready for. But that's a conversation for another I don't day. Know if I feel triggered or. My <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, bad. I even, I'm sorry. Bro. I mean, I really don't know. You know, one thing I will say one day, one of the parts about getting old is realizing that you don't know. Like, I don't really know. Like, sometimes I like, oh, how do you feel? I don't really know. So, like, I, or I'll think I know. But I don't really fucking know. But anyways, welcome back. <laughs> yep. This, 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 this is my outlet. This is how I figure out how I feel. You didn't change a bit. I've changed. I've. Your underwear. That's about it, bro. Man. Maybe. Today. Yeah, I ain't got nothing. But. The point of the matter is this. Uh, everyone's, you, we improve with age and time. And Do so we? we have, yeah, nigga, I guess. No. It sounds like the right thing to say. Just go no, with it. don't. Man, but anyways. So. Hey. What are we going to burden you guys with our takes on today? All right. So I know we said we weren't going to speak about how we left. And you know things that we were going to like we're not going into detail about it, but yeah, just ask if you really want to know. The good news is we've come out of that on the other side. Like we didn't let it bring us down. It didn't defeat <laughs> we us. We didn't. I mean, it didn't defeat us. It, it brought. It was down. It was rough. <laughs> it was rough. I'm like, uh, what's defeat specifically? Because. So today we are talking about things that we do or have done to overcome those bouts of depression, the bouts of insecurities, the bouts of, you know, just self-doubt. We don't have to be on the other side of these things to talk about you. No, no, we don't. <laughs> I'm just trying to be real. It's very much always still in the present. Yeah. Because we go through shit every day. Like, we have quick, quick triggers. Oh yeah, for sure. So, Casey, what like what 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 have you been doing lately to help you? Besides the massage gun, like what have you? Been <laughs> but that's just a <laughs> bit my old fucking age. <laughs> um, realistically, like I think that obviously everybody has different ways that they you know get through shit. For me, it's a combination of journaling, music therapy, and like working out. 
those are my best distractions. And whenever I don't, and I definitely notice a difference in how I feel when I'm missing one of these aspects. I mean, music is a part of my everyday. I mean, I'm sure it's a part of most people's everyday now. But I think um, for me, like going to the gym or um, sleep, <laughs> which I think is actually probably a sign of depression, but I sleep a lot. But I actually just enjoy sleeping, sorry. But like sleeping, relaxation, like self-care, and not in like the buzzword self-care, just kind of prioritizing yourself. I think that it's very... Mm-hmm. hard, especially depending on the type of person you are. Like, I am a loner, not really a people person, but then I also, like, care deeply about the people that I do care about. And so trying to maintain my own personal sanity and give myself that alone time and that balance of, like, everything I am to everybody else as well as being everything to myself. I think sometimes you let yourself be on a back burner, and I think that's when I'm usually not the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. It's when I'm not prioritizing my need <laughs> to, like, mind my fucking business, stay out the way, like, focus on the things that I care about. Because I know I notice when I'm not working out or I'm not um, sleeping regularly that I'm a little bit more anxious, not as settled, Don't I feel a little bit unsure and uncertain just in, like, how I am. I don't feel good in my spirit when all these things aren't on the same wavelength. And so I just have to prioritize doing the things that I know bring me peace and serenity and all of that shit like that. So you mentioned journaling. Like, so what are people ask me, I write shit down a lot. So is it just like thoughts or are you like doing poems or um, songs? It's a right. You know, you're going off the top. Like, yeah. <laughs> For me, it's a combination of things. So usually, like, if I'm thinking a thought, because I will say, like, um, I am, well, I mean, depending on how you feel about this. (laughs) I am one of the people that I really try to understand, like, not only my why, but other people's whys in terms of, like, why they do certain things or why they react certain ways or, you know, all this like that. And for me, if I'm having a thought like, so I really can remember, because my memory is also ass. I usually will write down that thought, and then usually, like, my journal branches off that original idea in which I was thinking about, just so I can, like, pretty much dive deeper into just kind of, like, a fleeting idea that I may be having. Right. I mean, which is really pretty much the crux of what podcasting is for me as well, is, like, expanding on these kind of ideas or thoughts or things that I'm that's going on in my head. It's definitely a form of therapy. Yeah. So like for me that's kinda how I process through whatever's on my mind. Like it could be something that I'm actually going through, experience that I'm actually having, or like something that's actually going on in my life. Or it can just be something on a broader scale that it's just like something I'm thinking about critically that necessarily doesn't have anything to do with me personally. But I can I'm just like curious to actually process through my, not only my thoughts, but thoughts that other people might have on the same topic as well. Mm-hmm. So that's what journaling is to me. I've always journaled, like, and I've journaled on my phone now. So I can't do that. Man, it's um, it's just because it's one of those things, like, I'm not going to, well, for me personally, I'm not going to carry around a notebook all the time. And, like, my thoughts are so rare, I mean, so random and often that it's easier when I think something to just write 
it down in my phone. And your phone is one of those things you always have. I got shit from like 2015 in my in like in my notes and shit, and it, it fucking triggers me. Oh yeah, I don't read it. That's one thing I will say. Like, um, <laughs> depending on what it is, like I have different spaces that I jot down stuff. So the stuff in my actual like diary part of my notes, I don't reread that shit. Honestly, it when, I literally like I write it down and I release it. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to like those like the stuff when I was the difference between like the personal things that I'm thinking about. I usually write those down, like those feelings, those thoughts, whatever's going on in that moment. I write those down and then I release it. That's it. It is what it is. And that's usually with me. I'm charging it to the game at that point. Um, but if it's like something where I say like it's also stuff on a more broader scale that I'm thinking about and those are the things that I usually write down in a separate note. Those are the things that like if it has any if I think it's any of any of any value, I'm like maybe presenting it to Hendrix as a potential topic, or you know, like, or just getting his thoughts on it in general. Because some of the stuff I we, I don't well, I guess like we wouldn't talk about on here, but <laughs> it might be too much for y'all to be honest. <laughs> so some of that's just my stuff that is like that I might have a desire to bounce on another bounce off another person, which is usually Hendrix because. My that's, Amazon search history is disgusting. That's probably my the the safest space for. Some of those thoughts. <laughs> I'm gonna give you to thirty five, then we putting you in that fucking puzzle pack factory. Get <laughs> you a nice white coat, brother. Man, I, it is what it is. No arms. It is what it is. Okay. Now, what about you? What are your uh, stra- coping strategies or ways to you know kind of deal with or process through whatever is going on or happening at that moment? Recently, like, my biggest thing is silent, Mm -hmm. which is so hard to have now. Like, you very rarely get silence. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, silence. Like, no phone, no TV. Oh, yeah. Just sit, ignore, not ignore your thoughts. You always want to process your thoughts, but get to a point where you understand that it's not as bad as it might seem. Normally when we're like going through life, we tend to be in such a rush that very minute shit becomes a priority because you feel like you have to address that like immediately. Like, no, just chill out. Chill out, relax. Man, you could even put like some nature sounds on or some shit like that. Like something very, very oh, yeah. basic. I, I like sleep into the rain sound. Right, rain sounds, uh, piano, like classical music and shit like that. Like, just, I've been mellowing out. Not as far as, like, meditation. Yeah, I got into affirmations a little bit. Like, I listen to those, too. Affirmations are good, but, you know. I mean, it's not as often. There's still somebody, like, just talking to you. Like, all right. See, I be having the ones which is, like, I don't even know if I actually can hear them because I'll be asleep, I guess. <laughs> the ones where it's like it's supposed to be the message under the sounds or something or talking so low that your psyche can hear. Yeah, I don't know. It's not some witchcraft. But I'm just saying. But, uh, I, like, I read something about it and I looked for some. And um, Hertz frequencies, um, those are good because like, it's just sound, vibrations and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, like you said, Journaling to a certain extent. I feel like when you do write things down, that's a way of addressing it. Mm-hmm. 
And if you write it down, you're more easily able to speak it as well. Like you, you know, a lot of times when you're just going off the cuff, you tend to make a small situation very big or you tend to be misunderstood because you don't have your thoughts all the way together. So if you write it down, you can process it, go back, reread it, proofread it, you know, and then address it further in the moment. But just, you know, the silence. Um. I don't, I don't like working out no more. I, I'm officially like dad age. I nothing about the gym excites me at all. I mean, honestly, it's one of those things for me. Like it does. I think, but you know what? I think it's a combination of things. Like I said, I'm a loner, and I really, really value my alone time. I think the older I get, the more I realize that. Like I remember, like I used to think my dad was weird because he's like completely fine being unbothered yeah. by literally everybody. And, like, the more, the older I get, the more I get it. Because you don't realize it. Well, if you're a people person, it's obviously not going to hit you for real. But um, for me, realizing that how much I value, like, being by myself and everything like that and having that time to just, like, mind my business, it's, I'm just not operating on this on a valuable wavelength of I am just like not having the time to like really mm-hmm. just do me like I'm just not there I'm I'm irritable I am um, easily annoyed I'm a little combative like I like really need to reset my social battery um, in like a really real way and so I think because ninety nine percent of the time I work about myself I think that's why it's like kind of synonymous I think it's just furthering that desire to like kind of like just refresh and recharge because that's something that I do by myself so I can kind of can just like I guess it's a combination of a couple things because I have my music and right. you know what I'm saying and I'm by myself and then also I mean this probably can be a topic for another day as far as like my obsession with health and fitness <laughs> because that's just, that feel, that stems also from a bit of a fear too yeah. So especially as you get older, we yeah. yeah. And so like that, I think it's just like killing, uh, just tackling multiple things at one time. Like the music's there, the time to focus on me is there, as well as like the need and necessity and desire to like be at optimal health, if you will. Um, another thing that I've kind of went back to is. Things that are nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people would equate that to like TV shows or music. like. But it goes even further, further than that. Like, you know, pick up the board game that she used to play when you was a kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you had a store or you know, Walmart or something like that, buy a Hot Wheel. Mm-hmm. You, you mm-hmm. fucking look at it. Like, I remember I had something, you know, I had this. That's why, like, Funko Pops are, like, so uh, popular, I guess. I didn't want to say pop and popular. Mm-hmm. Because, it's, you know, it reminds us of, like, action figures of when we were kids and shit. Like, it's really a dope action figure. It doesn't do shit. <laughs> but um, food, definitely food. Because they just re-release shit to us as new, but it's not, you know. It's just... You have to find, I feel like you have to find a way to get out of feeling that way. And somebody who's 
normally down, as most people like to say. I'm not really. Like, I just have my own way of processing it. And a lot of times, it doesn't mean I want to talk. I don't want to share. I just want to get over it. You know what I'm saying? And especially, like, trying to be more self-aware, understanding that a lot of the issues that I go through are self-made. You know, mm-hmm. that that's something that we have to realize that we make issues issues. They're not always issues. Like, so we're depressed about this situation and that situation, this person or that person. It's you. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, like, oh, man, I thought I had this, you know, this this person, but it's not really working out the way I wanted to work out. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? You have to be able to understand that you are the root cause of a lot of your issues, which is how you get to journaling and understanding mm-hmm. that, okay, yeah, that that was that's my bad. Like, I, I shouldn't put myself in that position because at all. I really do realize that, too, and that's a really good point you brought up, is that, damn, well, I'm, I'm not going to go in depth with this because I think this is a topic that we were talking about doing next week. <laughs> um... I think that that being more introspective is something that journaling helps me with personally because I can like not only think about what it is that is on my mind or what I'm going through, but also accountability, unfortunately. Like I don't think people realize how hard it is to come by because I don't like the difference, um, I think, especially for me personally, experience that I've had just with other people in general. It's just, like, accountability is not that fucking common, just like common sense. But accountability (laughs) is just really not that common. And I don't think that people are able to see the role that they play in things a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that journaling helps me because it's, like, not only is, oh, this is going, this is happening or I'm going through this, but it's, like, what did I do to get here? And how did I find myself in this position? And I don't think that people ask themselves that enough. I think that being... I'm probably touching on a whole lot of topics at one time. But I think that being a victim is easier and more palatable for a lot of people. It's way easier to be a victim because um, there's no... Yeah, and, and the reason I said that is because you can see it a lot more when you have conversations with people or disagreements with people. Because I know when I have certain conversations with people or disagreements with them, I'm usually trying to get people to see the role in which they play and stuff. And I think that people don't understand cause and effect. And as the person who does, you are usually the villain and villain in that situation. Because like, I'm trying to not only address the topic, but I'm also trying to get you to see the role you played in it. And most people shy away from that because they want to be the victim. They want to be the person that has been done wrong. So like think about stuff like that every time somebody is mad at their action they're like mad at your reaction and not their action. Because it's like they're not thinking about how y'all got to that point or how the how the situation got to that point. They're only thinking about how you reacted to it and now they are the victim. Yeah. Um, yeah. Accountability people. Be accountable. In very mild doses, self-punishment is a good way to combat, like, depression and mm-hmm. feeling down and stuff like that. Like, you know, we tend to binge on things when we are depressed. 
It could be, you know, binge watching TV, binge eating food. Sex is a very common binge for a lot of people that they really don't realize. Y'all like, got a lot of energy, I will say. Like, you know, a lot of times you aren't necessarily sexually liberated. You're just depressed and trying to fight, combat to the depression. It. Right, exactly. <laughs> You're trying to fuck through it. And that's not healthy either because we all have feelings. As much as people want to portray it like they oh yeah i just go with the flow and this this and no you're not giving up your body and your time for shits and giggles Mm -hmm. i mean unless that's your job and that's different but i don't know a lot of people whose job that is yeah but um yeah just you know you're spending money like oh i put myself in a bind because i did x y and z just do the complete opposite yeah like, try and, re- you know, like uh, Casey was saying, health and fitness, like, change your diet up. Might make you feel better. Maybe certain shit that you're doing is weighing you down as far as your, you know, your nutrition and shit like that. Change some shit up. You know? Try some decaf or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. stop popping pain pills. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just a little, like, I know people, like, oh, hey, like, my toe hurts. Like, I'm, I'm, I need a Motrin 800 or I need a Viking or something like Like, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. You don't. Like, just, just relax. But I think the main thing is you have to look within yourself and figure out what makes you happy and do it. Whenever you're in an instance where you feel yourself in a funk or, you know, a funk coming on, go back to that happy place, listen to that song, Mm -hmm. talk to that person, figure out what it is that helps it and do that. It might be fucking and eating, you know, unhealthy shit. Like, it might be. Yeah. But do that in moderation, because that leads to all different type of shit. And, you know, you don't necessarily need that in your life when you're yeah. already depressed. That's a really good point. I think is that, like, yes, we all have our strategies and methodologies for coping or dealing with certain things. But you have to also make sure that your method of coping is not also terrible. <laughs> like, like, you have to make sure that's also a healthy practice, because if that's the point, it's just like... Literally trading one for another. It's like, oh, like, I'm going to stop doing drugs and I'm drinking more. It's literally like trading one terrible thing for another. So probably actually making sure whatever methodology you're using to make yourself feel better is actually good for you. Yeah, the amount of people I've seen deal with, like, death through a bottle is Mm -hmm. crazy. Like, that's hurting. I mean, it's temporary help. I'll admit it. It is temporary help, but in the long run, like, you know, you're just going to need another bottle because the shit still hurt at the end of the day. Alcohol is nasty, so power to you. Yeah. He's alcoholic. Like, I enjoy occasional adult beverage as well, but it's still gross. (laughs) You know what's funny? I have actually, I am like a square now. Like, I rarely drink. I don't smoke I no more. Out. I didn't change my diet up and shit like that. Like, I, I need to I'm, change my diet, too. I'm honest, really, like, you. I'm a square now. That's disgusting. Well, I ain't gonna say I need to change my diet, but I definitely absolutely need to um, start counting calories again, because I just <laughs> doing whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think... 
Okay, so think about your last little bout of funk. Like, what did you like? What did you do to overcome that? The last time I was in a funk, um, shit, all the time. <laughs> um, honestly, like I said, for me, literally being alone. But it's a it, but it's a combination. Literally, too much of anything is too much, right? So it depends on what it is. Like I know, like if I'm not feeling like myself, um, because sometimes it is easy for me to shut people out because I'm a loner. So sometimes, like letting people actually care for you, I guess, like my friends and stuff. So I think, like, actually talking to somebody. And I'm not talking about about your issues because everybody is not equipped for that. Wait, 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 wait. Number one and most important rule in getting out of your funk and depression is understanding that nobody else gives a fuck about yeah, what you're going through. For sure. That issue is the for most sure. important issue to you and you alone. Yeah, for sure. Everybody else got shit they're going through too. Exactly. And so it's like realistically like when I say, like, talking to somebody, I don't mean, like, therapy or talking, like, I mean, that helps, too. But I'm not talking about, like, your the people in your life, like, using them as a therapist to unload on them like that. I'm saying, like, to actually, like, experience them. Like, so I think the last time I was really down, it was like, okay, let me call my friends. I haven't seen them in a while. Like, let's go to a happy hour. Like, because I think, like, stuff like that made me feel like me. Like, okay, I haven't been doing nothing. I've been down. Let me get cute. You know what I'm saying? Put on a cute outfit, put on some makeup. Like, I'm not feeling myself right now. And go to happy hour, go have some drinks with my friends at the bar. Like, or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, just kind of, like, getting back to you. Like, oh, let's go do something. Let's go bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, just doing something to make you feel more vibrant alive. Because as much as I am a loner and I enjoy my space and being at home, it's different than, like, being at home in a bad mood and, like, sulking. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I think that is the difference, too, that people don't really understand in terms of, like, somebody who enjoys being by themselves or somebody who enjoys their alone time. Like, I literally enjoy my own company. So being being by yourself because you're depressed is different than being a loner. And I think that people do equate the two. Like, I don't have to be, like, out and alive and vibrant and around everybody in the life of the party to not be in a depressive state. Because first of all, a lot of people have high functioning depression. But it's like, I don't have to be doing all of that just because I'm in a good mood. Actually, I'm more likely to be at home yeah. when I'm feeling better. <laughs> like, when I'm in the, when I'm doing good, that's usually the time where I'm a little bit more likely to isolate, honestly. Right, if you don't see me, that means I'm doing great. Yeah, so it's like usually when I'm stepping out, I say, okay, I need to recharge. I need to be around my people. I need to be around love. And that's what's bringing my spirits back up. And then once I'm good and feeling, you know, feeling better and loved and I've gotten all that energy and all those good vibrations from people I care about, then it's like I'm in a better mood and then I kind of can go back in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I think um, a lot of times it it really depends on the people that you have around you as well. Mm-hmm. Like you have to understand that certain people only like the good version of you. Yeah, absolutely. So, and we tend to depend on a lot of people who only like the good version of us. And mm-hmm. when we go through funks and shit like that, they kind of disappear and that furthers the downward spiral because it's like, oh, I need 
touch and such. Hey, yeah. what's up? Like, oh, well, you know, I, I don't like your attitude or, you know, you've been, a, you've been in the mood lately, so yeah. I'm going to leave you alone. That's why I'm always triggered by... Um, People who are like, oh, I don't want to be around Debbie Downers or people who are always going through stuff, people who is negative because, like, I guess it's the difference in, like, trying to ruin everybody's time. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to be... That's what I'm saying. Like, when I when I say talk to people, I mean, like, just actually, like, engaging and interacting with people and not so much unloading on them because it's just, like... I always hate when people say stuff like that because... When people are going through stuff, a lot of times it is better to be in a good, positive, happy, energetic environment versus like being alone and talking about yourself and being miserable. Like, oh, you don't, you only want people see people when they're in a, when they're doing good and they're happy and vibrant. I feel like if you care about somebody and love them, like I'm here to get you to feel more like yourself. Right. So it's like I'm not gonna be like, oh, like unless you are doing good and everything is going perfect in your life, get the fuck away from me because you're bringing my mood down. Like. I hate that idea. Like, oh, don't be around negative, sad people. Like, y'all are terrible fucking friends. <laughs> I mean, realistically. Like, oh, I mean, often I get called a, a dark cloud. And it's like, I'm not really upset. Like, I complain a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I st- I'm still going to do what the fuck I need to do or what right. I got to do. Like, I... <clears throat> At this current moment, I hate my fucking job right now. Mm, join the club. But I take my ass to work every day. Mm-hmm. I get there, I complain, I leave, I complain. But in the grand scheme of things, like I don't have to go. Like it's other shit that's out there for me to do. But you know, that's an. Let me write that down because I think that's more of a topic. Sorry. <laughs> I keep like, having these little moments. It's it's other shit to do, but. I'm not really that depressed or that mad or that angry. Like, it's more theatrical than anything. Like, it's dramatic. Yeah. I'll admit, like, sometimes people who are going through shit are dramatic, and that's just for attention's sake. Yeah. Because those people tend to not get attention. Like, KC just said, like, oh, well, you feel away, so I'm not about to fuck with you. It's like, mm-hmm. no, that's that's literally one of the worst things that you can do. When somebody is going through something, like they might not need you to be there twenty four seven. Like you know, I don't. I hate. I hate being smothered. I'm not a pork chop. Don't smother I'm me. Fucking dead. You can smother <laughs> other stuff. Potatoes, and onions, like. Oh, you you from the country? So. Oh, I'm gonna definitely to make smothered potatoes. <laughs> I'm dead. You hate her. Shout out to Denise Shearable. <laughs> <laughs> you would never call. <laughs> <laughs> Was that her nickname for her? What? Well, actually, she had several nicknames. Her whole side of her family calls her Petey, which I still don't understand the, the reasons behind that. But that's some country shit, man. Okay, I get it. I was correct. That's that's just. Yeah. He can cook her ass off though. I'm still trying to figure out how to make the chicken and dumplings my mom used to make because like what? Man, one day. I'm gonna figure it out. Cause y'all chicken and dumplings is nasty. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. Um, uh for people who are going through bouts of insecurities, um, I think that's where you get more into the affirmation side. Like mm-hmm. Whatever you're self-conscious or insecure about, 
love, I mean, learn to love it, embrace it, work on it, like, don't just leave it alone, oh, well, you know, I could improve in this or that, or like, oh, you know, I need better clothes, or, you know, for the ladies who often go through this, my stomach, and my arms, my hair, like, love yourself. I do, and, and I, and that is a good point. You do have to, regardless if, even if it's something, because I think that it's another thing that triggers me, and I hate when people say it. It's like, don't complain about something um, unless you're going to do something about it. First of all, let me also say that <laughs> don't talk to people like that. Like, people who are like just, like, I, I have an issue with, like, everything right now is really gimmicky in this generation. And so, now, the gimmick is just, like, bliss and luxury and happiness. And it's like, if you're not doing all of those things, you're not manifesting your destiny, right? You are like, oh, you're the negative people. If you're not manifesting abundance and living your best life and everything is great and perfect and you're not happy all the time and, oh, my gosh, you're a buzzkill or whatever the fuck the case may be. Like, it's just... It's it's ridiculous. Like, people literally have this thing now, and I think maybe social media adds to it a whole lot of the thing is, like, everyone is doing better than you. Get the fuck off social media. And what I mean by that, like, not permanently, but if you know that you feel in a kind of way, just log the fuck off. If you had to delete the app from your phone, it'll be in the cloud, bitch. You had to delete the app from your phone or whatever the case may be. Take a break from it, fast from it, nigga. Just get the fuck off the internet because that is the worst place to be because everybody is happy. And that's just not the reality, whatever right. the fuck it's is a, going on. It's a projection of yeah. good. And, and But even in general, like I see people make a status like, oh, like I'm just, man, everyone's so happy and manifesting their destiny and meditating and everything is great or praying, whatever the fuck people are doing. And it's just like, it makes you feel even worse because it's just like, damn, why am I the only person not doing that? You know what I mean? I want to go to So Mexico. don't do that. That's what I'm saying. Like People are like, oh, like, um, like even though I say like, people like making themselves a victim, it's almost, it, it, too much of anything is not okay. So even when people are like trying to ignore actual real shit that you're dealing with, like, ah, oh, you sad, you irritating, you this, you that. Like, if you don't like it, change it. Stop complaining. Don't, don't talk to people like that. Like, just don't fucking talk to people like that. You meet with a licensed professional or talk to your fucking self. Talk to God, whoever you want to, whatever you want to do. I mean, I have my gripes about that idea, but talk to whoever the fuck you need to talk to. Um, that's gonna make eight forty five. That's gonna make you feel better, <laughs> but don't talk to people. That's gonna make you feel worse. It's my point. And so, yeah, like if you are like, yes, if you feel like you need to do something to make yourself more more confident, like yes, then do those things. But you absolutely have to love yourself at every stage that you are, like. And that's easier said than done, to be honest. Like I said, I'm not gonna do that whole manifesting fake bullshit about everything is great, like. Those things take work, and that's something you have to decide to do every day. It's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. It's not one of those things that come naturally. You have to literally decide every day. It's the same thing, the same advice I give people about relationships. If you decide you want to be with that person, they're going to get on your nerves. They're going to be irritating. They're going to say stupid shit. They're going to do dumb shit. They're going to be annoying as fuck. I care about you. I love you. I want this to work. I'm choosing you every day, and you need to choose yourself every day. Yeah. It's not easy in the same way. Like, like you are, like, I get on my own nerves. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like that other person got on your nerves, you're like, 
I get on my own nerves. And I, honestly, I think that that's a part of accountability, too, because you have to realize that you're not always right. And so you're like, damn, the way I'm reacting to this and the way I feel, like my feelings are so irrational that I'm irritated with myself, right? People are not that introspective. You have to be, unfortunately, or try to be. That's something that you can work towards as far as, like, removing yourself from that slot as a victim. And so being more introspective helps a lot. So just realize, ultimately, that all of that is a decision. Because if that's the case, like, if it was based off something else, some otherworldly shit, like, you can't control, like, maybe you can't control how much money you make. You can't control... If you got, well, yeah, you can't control the quality of the skin you were born with or your hair or your, um. (laughs) If your mother doesn't have hips and you don't have hips, (laughs) don't go break the bank trying to buy some fucking hips. That you are, um, you know, whatever, how you, you, that you're short or tall or this or that. Like you, you, it's nothing that you can do about it at that moment, but you still have to. Love yourself in that moment. So it's like, you can choose to work on it. Like, obviously, don't go bleaching your skin or whatever the fuck the case crazy shit might be. I'm talking about the shit that you can fix. Like, if you want to go on a fucking, I don't know, a skincare regimen and go to the gym or whatever the case may be, like, that's stuff that you can fix, that's fine. Or even if you want to buy it. I don't have no, no shade. Um, that's cool, too. But still love yourself in that moment. Like, don't wait. Like, because realistically, it does not get better. And I will tell you that from personal experience. If you don't love yourself in whatever position that you're in at that time, it's not going to come with it. It's not going to be like, man, like, I'm going, I'm just going to be all about me. I'm going to be that bitch as soon as I Mm -hmm. lose this 30 pounds or as soon as I clear this skin up or as soon as I get this ass done. Like, no, love your flat ass self. Love your uh, acne scarred up self. Love you all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, because realistically, it's just. You can't control those things. And, like, secure being secure and not insecure, and I was like, like, that's not something that's only attributed to the wealthy and beautiful. Like, everybody else that is not the European standard of beauty or everybody is, is <laughs> still, in, they're still able to care, value, love, and respect themselves. And you don't need permission from anybody to do it. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're fat or you're skinny or you like, you literally can be like, I'm still the shit regardless because regardless... It's literally only one you. So it's kind of like, yes, I might not have these certain things or whatever, and maybe I want to work on them, or maybe I don't care. But it really is nobody's business but yours, and you just have to give yourself that status. Give, grant yourself a little bit of grace. It'll change so much. And then piggyback on that, and this is the final point of the conversation, um, smile. That's one of the best things you can do to improve your mood. So, for me, every time I'm in a mirror, I smile. My hair can be fucked. I can be funky. You know, no shirt on, dad body showing. Like, smile. It'll instantly improve your mood. You can hate everything around you, but just smile. Accept the fact that you desire to be happy. Smiling is the first step in that. Just smile. Randomly. Smile. You in you know, you in traffic, smile. Mm-hmm. You know, you in line in the drive through the grocery store, you at work, just smile. Like people might look at you like you're fucking insane. But at least it'll help your mood a little bit. So I will 
I know that's the last point. I'm sorry. But I just want to add a small tip. It literally costs you absolutely nothing to be a good person or to make somebody's day. Like, it can, it's as easy as, like, smiling at them or... You know what I'm saying? Like, just being a decent human being. Because, like, some of y'all really are mad all the time. And I just don't get it. Or just have a nasty disposition. And it's just like, I don't understand why y'all treat people like that. I'm one of the most, you know, nice, depressed people in the world. Like, I was at work, and it's like, it was like somebody knew. And they was just like, they wanted to ask me for help. And... Like, before, like, they, and, I mean, this is very convoluted, so the details may or may not matter. Mm-hmm. But my other coworker, they asked her first, um, and she's an older white lady, and they asked her first how I was <laughs> before she came up to me. <laughs> like, so that's it's like, oh, I was like, hey, she said you were nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just want to know, like, if you can help us out. We don't really know what's going on, da, da, da. And I'm like... Oh, yeah, no, you're fine. You know what I mean? So it's like literally the fact that they even had to do all of that because they didn't know how I was going to act. Like, y'all got to do better. Right. Like, I'm so nice. Like, I'm literally, yeah. Like, it costs you absolutely nothing to be a good person. So just practice that. You know? (laughs) People think just, I'm just this mean. Like, oh, you you don't smile at me. Like, yeah, I'm okay. What's up? How you doing? So. Um, if you guys have any tips or tricks, or if you want to share your stories about how you came up out of your funk, you can email us. Yes. Um, we have a couple emails. We're going to get to them on the next show. Yes. Next week. We're manifesting that. Okay. I'm dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that email is ask2ampodcast at gmail.com, the number two. So, any questions, comments, concerns, anything about this episode, anything about anything. We hit us up every email. We'll address all, right, like all of that. Your next. friends are back. Like, if you want to talk to us. Like, yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Some quick celebrity news. This week, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky showed the world that they are expecting a child. Um, you know, a lot of people, and this is why I don't like us. Like, oh, we're never getting new music again. Oh, my. Like, just be happy that, sh- you know, this, they're bringing the life into this world. Fuck the music. And I will. <laughs> well, like, you know what? I'm not a part of the Navy. I'm not about to offend anybody. I do love Rihanna. She's great. But I'm not that pressed about her music. It's like, I don't want it. Like, oh. I'm, <laughs> and she's living her best life. That woman is making money. She is making moves. She is not really worried about y'all. Okay, she's, she's out there having a protective nigga. sex and get a shot. The club is getting shot up. She is good. Okay, she's not worried about y'all at, not all. at all. Like it's okay. Like, like she left a nice long category uh, catalog. Of music. Yeah, because she was dropping albums at a very rapid rate before that was a thing, and it's not even like two minute songs like you niggas be doing now. <laughs> so go back and listen to her catalog. Listen to Pound and Replay, which is the same verse over and over and over again. If you put it on repeat, you won't even know when the song ends and where it begins because it's just the same shit over and over. I so. watched that video a good 500 times. I'm sorry. Yeah. I have flashbacks to 15-year-old me. I'm about to say, are you sad, too, about no. A$AP Rocky knocking her off? Knocking no. her it was. Did you see that uh, shit that uh, Will posted, that shit about the Drake bar? That shit tickled me. 
about I mean, how but that's, as, that's part of it. Like, we don't know how this motherfucker thinking. I'm really, like, I really, I'm sure that man don't care. Like, Drake is good. I'm sure Drake has um, a lot of access to a variety of enticing vaginas where he's not worried about Rihanna's uterus at this point. Um, I think he's okay. Like, I think he's good. I think he has probably had every flavor of vagina possible. And you might think that losing Rihanna is a really big deal. But they dated so long ago. And it's just like, it just doesn't fucking matter. But y'all are desperate and will never even breathe the same air as Rihanna. And I see my maybe why y'all would be pressed. But I don't think that Drake cares um, all that much. Like... I did I see a video montage of like pictures that they took together. I must have been like high for a long time. I don't remember like the fucking timeline. I know oh, I they, don't remember them dating for real like that either. I know like, they, I know dated, they dated multiple times. No, yeah. they dated multiple times. But, but you know. I, I still don't remember it being that much like uh, press. I mean, I don't think she. I mean, she hasn't really had really super public relationship since the Chris Brown fiasco. I mean, who can blame her? Man, she, put, she, um, she put that nigga Travis through the ringer right quick, though. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I really, really don't think that... I don't remember. Like, I don't know. I remember hearing about them dating and obviously, like, the whole Chris Brown drug debacle. But I um, definitely don't remember them, like, being very vis- visible. Um but then I also don't care. So that might be my problem as well. Most importantly. <laughs> yeah, most importantly, I don't care. But congrats. Like, you know, she's grown as fuck. Congratulations. She is, she is set. You know what I'm saying? Like, she is good financially. She's living her best life. She did everything. She did all the things, right? You know what I'm saying? Got her business together. Is worth a lot of fucking money and has a career and is established and she having a baby living her best life and minding her business. Y'all should mind y'all. Um, personally, it's like, oh, congrats. Because I heard, you know, it's all the other rhetoric. Like, and let me preface this with saying I am extremely pro-black and pro-black woman and all of that stuff like that. So I get it. But it's just some stuff that y'all just add too much energy in. Like, y'all need to divest from this specifically. Because Wait, what was the issue? Um, I saw it was like, oh, Rihanna is knocked up by a colorist. Uh, Nicki Minaj had a baby with a, a well, no, hers is worse. I'm sorry. Um, but a molester. But that, the they same. were combined because it, the actual original post was saying like, um, Rihanna's having a baby at 33 or 34 or something, and uh, Nicki Minaj had a baby at 37. Don't let nobody rush you. And people were, and it was like, you know, people like screenshot that post and then comment, and the other comment was. Um, no, I was like, yeah, they both settled because Nicki Minaj is like a whatever a pedophile or predator or some shit, and uh, ASAP Rocket is a known colorist. Um, those were the points that were made. Like we were just talking about, do what makes you happy. And it's like, honestly, I like sometimes I know I can be on my social justice crusade. And, like, yeah, like, racism and colorism or all of those things are fucked up. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, I know. I get it. I'm black as fuck, and I'm a woman. Shit on me forever. That's great. But it's just, like, I just don't care. Like, that's one thing I will say. Like, y'all got to focus on people that fuck with y'all. Like, fuck with people that fuck with y'all. I'm not going to put that much energy into something that don't have nothing to do with me. Like, that man might be a colorist. He found somebody that's light enough for him. Oh, that's great. Live y'all best lives. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you black as fuck, so, I mean, that's questionable for you. But, honestly, you can deal with your own self-hate. I really don't care. <laughs> I'm not going to sprinkle that into your fucking pregnancy announcement. Like... Yes, let people be happy. It's just not that fucking don't big. Yeah, let people be happy. Shit when people are going through happy shit, that's how people end up depressed. Yeah, okay. it's just one of those things where it's just like, okay, yeah, like, he might be a person of questionable fucking morals. I don't know, but it's just... We all are. It's just really not my fucking beef at this point. That's what I'm saying. Like, y'all gotta stop caring so much. Like, that's the one thing I hate about social media is that it gave you so much access to celebrities, and so y'all are just so focused on shit that don't matter. Like, it's like one of those things, like, support them or don't support them, but it's like... Literally, all of these things are choices that people have. And, like, that's just literally it. As long as nobody is, like, infringing on anybody's free will and, like, being, like, oppressive or, like, shit like that, I really don't care. Like, it's the same energy when motherfuckers say, oh, like, oh, don't date black women. Stop caring. It's just, why y'all, why y'all want a nigga that don't want y'all? Why y'all want somebody that don't want y'all? Just, just fuck it. Like, okay. Fuck you. You're burning hell for your sins against me. I'm sorry. But until you do right by me, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So yeah, I mean, congrats. <laughs> oh, I will also say that that whole shit, like, my common theme is that every any too much of anything is just too much. So like, yes, they are older having kids, but I feel like just like we shouldn't shame women for waiting, we also shouldn't shame women that really do have that as a goal for themselves to procreate either one is fucked so like people who don't want to have kids or people who don't want or people who have kids older or people who have kids younger or whatever like just leave people to fuck alone like it's just too much like because it's just like yeah like okay that's great she had kids at 37 or people having kids at 40 if somebody don't want to do that that's fine you don't know what the fuck they going through or what their body is doing like because realistically scientifically it is harder to have kids when you're older them bitches are also both rich so, you don't know what the fuck kind of treatments or anything they using to get fucking pregnant that you don't have access to as well. So, don't be saying, like, oh, you want to have kids? Wait till you're 50. Everybody going to be like, bitch, we broke. So, um, I'm just saying, like, do what's best for you, like, literally, though. Because don't let the pressures of society straight, like, sway you one way or another. That's all I wanted to say. In other news, uh... Joe Rogan is on fucking fire. Um, everybody from everybody everywhere. Um, at time of recording, he posted an apology video because of a compilation of all the times through his uh, very high profile podcasting career he has said the word nigger or nigga. Um, I I mean this. It's Joe Rogan. Like, this has always been Joe Rogan. I didn't know he was problematic. I will say that. But I also don't follow him in any way, shape, or form. I don't even know what he's famous for, to be honest with you. Right. But see, that's an honest take on the situation. You know, people are so up in our arms about, oh, well, we not even cancel culture. It's just like, if it has nothing to do with you, like, I know people who don't even listen to podcasts, let alone Joe Rogan's podcast. It's, oh, my God. I don't understand how they let him on the airways. Like, Google Alex Jones. Okay? What was that? <laughs> Google Alex Jones. They let that. He's still on somebody's airwaves. Okay? 
to this day. And he said way worse shit than fucking Joe Rogan said. Um, me personally, I mean, that's what it is. You take him for what he is. I mean, like, cause that's the thing. Like, realistically, it's always gonna be a numbers game when it comes to celebrities. Like, what they can get away with really depends on the the, the size of their following. Unfortunately. That's just the reality of the times that we live in. So it's like, it's going to be harder to cancel, I don't know, um, Beyonce or something like that. Somebody with that kind of mainstream like ability versus like somebody like Sabrina Claudio that said colorist shit or racist shit because who the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like the size of your following is always going to matter. He has a cult following. And so it's like, he's not going nowhere. Unfortunately, like, and like, I get it. Like, yes, he said some fucked up things that he shouldn't be able to say that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. I can go off. Like I said, I'm still very pro-black. So, I mean, you know, it's fucked up. We still ain't got our reparations, wage gap, whatever. Anyways, at the end of the day, <laughs> until like, it's a numbers game. So, he is making Spotify a ton of fucking money. They gave him a ton of fucking money to make them a ton of fucking money. And, um... That's their bottom line. All of these things are businesses. So when you see the businesses that hop on the um, bandwagon of being like, okay, we're getting rid of these people, can't like usually that means that it makes sense for them financially. Yep. Like that means that whatever damage is being done by the, uh, endorsing this person is hurting them. That's not the case in this situation, which is why nothing is going to happen. Nope. Um, you know, a couple, of, a lot of artists have, you know, threatened Spotify with a boycott, take our music off. You're just taking dollars out of your own pocket at that point, like just. You yeah, know. and I will say they, uh, somebody did make a good point. Um, even though nobody cares about India, right? I still listen to her, but she did make a good point. She was saying like. Yeah, paying him hundreds of millions of dollars to like spew his hate when they pay artists like pennies. I thought that part was valid. I'm like, that is fucked up. Um, but and it's, I mean, I guess in the juxtaposition of that, like, there are so many streaming services, and it's like you're not going to. And this is what I mean about seeing both sides, right? <laughs> it's a whole bunch of different streaming services and access that we have to music. You don't, you're not going on one app for the most part. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and unless you were the Carters up until pretty recently, you're not really going on one particular app to listen to a certain artist. You can literally listen to any artist anywhere. So it's like that's not really a deterrent as much as a podcast that you only can find in one place or whatever the case may be. So it's just like... They're gonna make money hand over fist because people are coming to or people who are coming to Spotify to listen to the Joe Rogan podcast versus like nobody's like damn I gotta download Spotify listen to Indiari because it's a million fucking artists. That's just the reality of it. Unfortunately, like no shade to her, I still love her, but I'm just saying it's just the reality of it. Unfortunately, like it's a business. Y'all gotta understand business. Like y'all pretty like y'all are trying to equate. In a really weird, false equivalency way, obviously, like money and power and respect, and they don't go together, regardless of what the lock said or whatever. Like they literally don't. Like these people don't have no fucking morals. Like money and power rules everything. They're not thinking about like actually being good human beings. Actually, most wealthy people are terrible people. So sorry for that blanket statement. But yeah, like most. 
these people who have gotten ahead has been at the expense of others. And unfortunately, that's just really what it is. So these motherfuckers don't care. Like I said, until it affects their money and their bottom line, these niggas don't give a fuck. They're going to be racist. They're going to be sexist. They're going to be every kind of fascist, every kind of fucking homophobic, everything you could possibly think of. They are that. And until that fact actually affects their bottom line, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, you know, I have morals and be broke. Hey. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, that's probably why I got no money. You got anything grinding your gears this week? Man, so much. Can you pick one? Oh. <laughs> Just one. Damn. Um, What is grinding my gears? See, it's so hard because I have to think about the stuff I wrote down and not think about something that can current be turned day. into a whole topic. Current day issue. Oh, well, I mean, well, current, I mean, this is stuff I write stuff every day. That's the point I was making. What did you write today? Um,. Well, no, that's a topic I just wrote that. Um, well, okay. What I'll say today that is grinding my gears because I'm just going to keep this super light, but it's heavy though. My back. It actually really hurts. And um, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Maybe I need to take out my heating pad because the massage gun really didn't get it how it needed to be got, I guess. So I guess I have to lay on my heating pad with my lower back. It's hurting substantially. And um, it's actually really pissing me off. <laughs> also, my neck has been cheap for quite some time. I think I'm going to have to get another special neck pillow. Mind you, I had an issue with my neck last year and spent about almost $200 on pillows. And those are now hurting. So I'm really actually trying to figure out if I need a new neck. I was about to say, um, so you didn't address the neck. You just bought pillows? Like you might need it. You might need to adjust. No, I, when I went, like actually, oh shit! I forgot I have those. Oh, I'm about to drug myself tonight. I forgot the last time I went to the doctor for, um, sorry, <laughs> the last time I went to the doctor uh, for my neck, they gave me muscle relaxers. I might take one because I forgot about that. But yeah, no, I did go to the doctor and like he cracked my neck and shit like that. I was thinking about going to a chiropractor, but he also was like, "You have you're one of the people that don't crack easily," which I believe because. I have never been able to, like, crack my bones how everybody else is. Like, they'd be, like, center to center, like, neck, back, arm, leg. Like, only thing that cracks regularly is my knees and my ankles, and that's really just because I'm old as fuck. Um, But, like, I can't crack my neck. I can't crack my back. Like, none of my shit cracks like that except for, like, maybe, like, my fingers and, like, my ankles. I can't. I've never been one of the people that's just been, like, pop-locking and dropping it, um, essentially. Because, like I said, the doctor did crack my neck, like, twice. He was like, oh, you want people that's really hard? He's like, some people just don't crack like that um so yeah um we'll see how that goes um i'm yeah i'm gonna get another pillow for my neck and i don't know what to do about my lower back unless i just get a whole back replacement i'm just gonna actually get my whole body done and think and see if that helps yeah oh actually this is grinding my gears Sorry. Mm-hmm. People don't know where teeth come from. And what I mean by that is what? people don't realize that your teeth are supposed to be in your mouth for your whole life. I had a conversation with somebody and it's like, yeah, like I'm really thinking about getting veneers because like I don't want to get to the point where my teeth fall out. Like I'd just rather just get them so that I have to deal with dentures and stuff in my old age. And I'm just like, your teeth are actually supposed to last forever. People who teeth fall out is literally because they don't take care of them. I Googled it too because they actually <laughs> convinced me. They convinced me that everybody who's old teeth fall out. No, and I was just true. like, your teeth are actually supposed to be... Even Google was mad that I asked. Mm-hmm. Like, Google was like, you're full adult teeth. You come in at this age. And I'm like, oh, because they're supposed to stay forever. So, yeah. Um, 
You keep your teeth through life if you take care of them. So just keep brushing and flossing and, and going to the dentist every three to six months. Okay. Yeah, I, I I don't understand the chiclet wave. Like I really don't. Like y'all look crazy. They don't have. They they need to get a medium. That you look crazy. Like you get them fitted to like the teeth that's in your mouth now. Man, they be making them worse because they be like I've been seeing videos on my Instagram Explore page and I don't know why because it's actually like a fucking horror movie. It'd be like these beautiful girls like Instagram looking models and they be having these little like little piranha teeth before they put the uh, covers on them. Them bitches look terrible. Wow. <laughs> what? Because they shave them down. I'm trying not to laugh as much into the microphone. You know? We just kind of ease our way back into it. I don't have to add it too much. So I'm, I'm laughing off to the side. Look, go to a dentist that does not shave them bitches down and you looking like an animal. I think you have to, to put the veneers on. It's some people who don't do it. I think it's Dr. Matola. I don't know. It's one of the doctors that be doing Dr. everybody else. He does a lot of celebrities. Like, I think he did, like, Rick Ross. He did, like, Moneybag Yo. As long as he ain't Ju- uh, do Jewel Santana, when we good. Maybe he need to get a revision. I mean, he did, he, he's not that wealthy. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying because, you know, some people can afford higher quality. It's like anything else, you know. You yeah, y'all got to stop taking them trips to Columbia for them veneers, my nigga. I mean, even the, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I've been looking into getting some work done on my body or whatever. Like, no she no shade to myself, to be honest. But, like, I get why girls be going out of the country because in prices, like, actually after, like, actually pricing the shit out, I definitely see why... Um, they go. I mean, Whole Foods chicken tastes way better than Save a Lot. So, I mean, well, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's price. Okay. That's what I'm, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, because it was this one girl, lady. She posted like she's like it was like five grand, a little bit over five grand, and it was like a tummy tuck, a lipo, like a BBL, a back lift, like all this shit, and like I'm pricing skin removal surgery in Michigan and it's like 6200 So, um, I guess I should just take a flight uh, for the Lolo. Hey, y'all pay that extra to get your arms done too because y'all be having like bad you know, bitch body and are, grandma arms and shit and that some shit of the just people don't are getting me. their arms done now. I mean, I don't have to. Like, I, my arms is one of the things that came down because a lot of y'all big bitches do be... I don't know. Whatever. Sorry. Um... I will say this, niggas are stupid because the more I've gotten into actually researching plastic surgery, I realize that men are dumb. And what I mean by that is because, and I also realize that a lot of surgeons don't have body weight requirements, especially right. the ones that are like pumping bitches out like an assembly line. <laughs> they don't have, um, they don't have those requirements. So these these thick bitches. Um, that are really fat bitches with tummy tucks. Um, why are people doing that? I just, I don't understand. It's making it really <laughs> what? It's making it really hard for me to find a surgeon. So I'm like, do he only work on fat people? I don't know. But no shade, no tea. I just um, I just wanted to uh, ask because. We were doing so good, and the then you just want to alienate listeners and shit like that. That's fucking insane. I mean, just you can just lose a little bit of it. 
before. This bitch is like two fifty going to get a tummy tuck. I just don't. Like y'all are still overweight, and it's and I get it. It's because niggas don't care. Like you're literally no more healthy. Like I really like I know they did that probably like in the nineties or whatever. Like it like visceral fat or whatever. Y'all probably don't know whatever. Sorry, too too sciency. But um, uh, I guess with the the point that y'all are missing is that like y'all still unhealthy. Like it's you're still overweight, and I and the thing is that niggas don't know no better. So they like oh like she thick as fuck. Um, if somebody got big arms, a big back, big legs, <laughs> big face, right, and their stomach gotta, is flat, you gotta, stop, you gotta, like, she's not thick, she's overweight, and she got the fat taken out. Like, she's a big girl. She's a big girl. So, I mean, do with that information with you, Will. Uh, <laughs> I just... It's just making it really hard to, like, I be trying to see, like, think about, like, how I would look, you know, once I get the skin removed and, like, um... The bitches are too big. Like I, I can't really get a real idea of my results. But welcome back. Um, I uh, ultimately digress. I think that going to the DR out of the country is really just kind of it's kind of like flying spirit because it's like yeah, it's cheaper. But once you add on all the extras, it's pretty much gonna be the same price. So once you actually pay for this, the the with the recovery house and nurses and massages and garments and laying your ass on the floor in the airplane because you can't sit down. It really just is about the same. You could have just stayed home. So for your safety in our pockets, if they're going to phone me, that your family wouldn't inevitably have to create for your funeral, I just think that y'all should stay in the States. Because that's what I'm going to do. Um, so grinding my gears this week, and it's becoming more and more prevalent, I've noticed, um... Viral podcast videos, like, and not all viral, not all of the ones. Like, I I love my indie podcast that, you know, expresses themselves, posted, you know, the, the, the good clips of their episodes and shit like that. I'm all for that. It's for the niggas that are, like, out here fucking shit up. Like, just saying stupid shit. And like, then, the, like the red pill niggas with the podcast? He and them, the, the, my man's the what's the, the fresh and fit niggas. Them, yeah, them they red pillars. That's what that's what they oh, all okay. spill. Yeah, yeah, like them niggas. Like y'all fucking the game up because people are sending me these fucking videos. Like, oh wow, this is like oh like no, Literally, we, we don't a, give it up that way. It's like, a challenge going on. I sent you that earlier about like girls remaking like. Cause it needs podcast, to be done. Like the little like spoofs of like how niggas be on podcasts or men be on podcasts, mostly niggas. But actually, it is some red pill white people too. I came across that dark side of the web, but um, yeah, like it literally is the lamest shit ever. <laughs> it's like corny as fuck. You know, it's a whole bunch of niggas that like maybe they got some money or something, or like you know came up in some kind of career or something, and now. They've and they've you could tell that they were nerds and lame and probably got put in a dumpster or some shit in high school and now they're like oh you bitches want to date me and like talking about how niggas should treat how men should be treating women or something like that um it's ridiculous uh like y'all motherfuckers never had access to anybody in the first place like it's literally a bunch of lames like I think that's always ironic because it's men who are like. Oh, you women are gold diggers and talking about women being ran through. 
but y'all literally want access to women that y'all couldn't have access to before. And the only reason y'all do have some access to them is because of your status. But you also don't want to give that. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, oh, I have access to these things now because of the position I'm in. But also, I don't want you to want me for my position. It's really stupid because that's the only reason why. Because you obviously have no redeeming qualities whatsoever. Um, seriously. Like, I was thinking about that, like, Jermaine Dupree, uh, Dan and Jackson fiasco with mm-hmm. him, like, cheating on her. And I was like, Jermaine Dupree is disgusting looking, first of all. And realistically... The point of the matter is, like, you cheated on Janet Jackson, right? But he also is wealthy and has money. And so he has access to women that would have never even let him serve them food as a waiter um, in his life. You know what I'm saying? So he has access to these women that wouldn't even want to be in the same room with him. And so it's like, of course you can't be faithful. Because it's just like, oh my gosh, like, I know the situation. I know if I didn't have half the shit I have right now, that these women wouldn't even blink at me, literally. So. I'm going to take advantage I'm of it. I'm taking advantage of it. And that's literally, what this, that's the idea with all these red pill niggas, is that I am literally just, I have money. I think that's what women care about. And so I'm going to be a fucking douche. But it's just like, literally, like, that's the only reason why they want to be around y'all anyway. So it's like, you know, What? Like, y'all literally have no redeeming qualities. Like, that nigga from Fresh and Fit said he slept over a thousand women, and I would be surprised if he's seen ten women naked. Yeah, I mean, it's really, like, fucking up the game, though. Like, But, no, it really is, because it's like... Niggas think that's what podcasting is. Because that's the... They they hit record and just start spewing ridiculous bullshit. Like, what? Like, that's not what it is. That's not what it's about. That's not why we... Do the shit that we do. Yeah. Like, that's definitely not what it's about at all. That's an outlier. And they do it under the guise of, uh, I guess, like some sick version of self-help, essentially. It's kind of the market. that Men, they're trying to, they said they're trying to teach men to bag women and teach men to, uh, they're like dating coaches, essentially. I guess kind of like in the Kevin Samuels brand-ish, but super far left. Um, right, them niggas make Kevin Samuels look harmless. Like they're, they're, they're oh, he's still trash too. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Like they all problematic as fuck. I mean, and then also I will add that is that that's the problem with Fresh and Fit and people like them, and the problem with people like Kevin with Kevin Samuels, or the problem with actually just y'all to be honest, not even so much them. But the reason why they have a platform is because. Y'all are entertaining that bullshit. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have much faith in the men. Obviously, the ones that are watching that shit are dumb and fucking trash. But You said alpha male wrong. Trash. Um, so, the women who are actually watching is a problem. People have a problem with it Because it's just like, why are y'all engaging it? Like, it be black women on Fresh and Fit's podcast. And they've said all type of fucked up shit about black women. Why are y'all still... Going on their show, like you that desperate, like that's some clout chasing bullshit. Like to literally put yourself in a position to be humiliated and talk to like you ain't got like a kid is nuts to me. Um, like just stop doing that. The same thing with the Kevin Samuels. Like him, half of his spiel is like shitting on black women and like telling them that they should like strive for less and like 
all of this stuff like that and they're not worth it and their value and rate system and all of that bullshit. And it's like, stop. He would have way less of a show if y'all stop calling it and entertaining that shit. I think those women have like a self-humiliation uh, king. Honestly, It do. has to be because I don't know why the fuck you do Like, it's like, okay, I can get... See, look, cause and effect. That I'm really big on that because I can be mad at him for spewing bullshit, but he wouldn't have the platform to do it if y'all wasn't calling in. He can't target you if you don't make yourself a fucking target. Stop. <laughs> stop it. Just stop supporting stupid shit. Like, what? Like, you, like, it's one of the things where, like, oh, no press is bad press. Like, it's kind of the same idea because it's like if you're streaming some shit, like, if you're hate streaming some shit, you're still streaming it. If you hate watching some shit, you're still watching. So those numbers still count in that person's favor. They still making money off your ignorance. Like, oh, I'm listening to this bullshit. I'm just not going to listen. Because I'm still supporting you. Even if I'm hate watching or hate streaming or hate listening or whatever. Like, it's you're still supporting them. So Yeah. Um, yeah just those videos in general. It's like... Stop sending me this shit. I don't care. Like they don't represent me or what I represent. Like yeah, it's yeah, it's just like you said, it's niggas talking stupid. So either you agree with that shit and you want to pay attention to it, or you just fucking ignore it. Like mm-hmm. that's as simple as that. Really, but I don't. I don't want to see it. Like if, if I wanted to see it, I would watch it. I I don't. Sorry. Um. So yeah. That was good. You know, that was a good conversation. I like that. So, I mean, I can, we can give out our socials. Like, I don't really think we... Oh, yeah. All right. Well, if you want to reach us... Well, if you want to reach me, first of all, <laughs> on um, social media, uh, you can find me on Instagram at K underscore real life. That's K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L-L-F-E. That's on Instagram and on Twitter, I believe. Um... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um and then Facebook, uh, you can reach me on Facebook at Casey Kyle. I will tell y'all I am bad at social media. Like I feel like I be on social media, but I don't actually be on social media. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we can be friends. Like I would definitely have a conversation with you if you want, but like I don't really post like that. Like I mean I post like literally like three times a year on Instagram. Um, so sorry in advance. I don't know if it's going to deter you from following me, but, you know, whatever. If you want a ghost follower, I got you. Um, and then if you want to follow the show, that's two Acromillennials on all platforms. Two, the number two, Acromillennials on all platforms. And a, the email, again, is K... I'm, damn, I'm about to give y'all my Instagram. Wow. The, the email for the show is two Acromillennials at gmail.com. That's the number two. Isn't one of our shits different? Was it um, I don't know. for the show? I, Whatever. I think it's, uh, our Instagram is at the two AM podcast. Oh no, it's two Acromillions. I was just on it. Yeah. Well, okay, it's two Acromillions on everything. Okay, <laughs> Hendrix, what's your shit? Uh, you can reach me on all social media platforms at Noli Hendrix. That's N O E L L Y H E N D R I X. Yes, that's how you can reach us. And, and, you know, email us if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Really not your concerns, because I can't say that we really care, because we are manifesting abundance. I don't know what that means. And if that was a place for it, but whatever. Um. So, yeah, I guess that's going <laughs> to wrap it up for this episode. <laughs> Welcome back. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Hendrix, mm-hmm. do you have any last words? Yes, um... 
As always, remember millennials, everybody wants to be a rock star, but concerts don't last forever. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. (laughs) Okay. Peace. Peace.